Hi, I am Tane and we are back with Sarosh here. So this Hello. is one thirty. Hi, hi Sarosh. Uh, this is one forty now, one forty a.m. and we are binge recording it as Sarosh put it. Uh, we took a little bit of break in between to record a trailer because we thought this series is coming up really nice. So, and trailer recording was very tough, isn't it, Sarosh? Yeah, it took more time to record the trailer than the podcast. So yeah, yeah clearly huh? we know which is the difficult part. <laughs> <laughs> we recorded 40, 40 seconds of scripted trailer it took more time than to record all of these things till now so now i have a really good question for you sarosh are you ready sure ready as i have been through all the episodes to pesh karte hain agla prashn aapke computer screen pe din 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 so yeah I, i think as soon as the night is passing i'm getting more crazy now so yeah, yeah. Uh, anybody who's listening please bear with us and if you find this interesting and useful do sh- give us a shout out on our social media handles so, sarosh the question on your computer screen now is why do we uh, so when we talk about product no we talk about data a lot about data 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 driven development data driven uh, product engineering so why do we need data let's tackle this question, this beast first even if people know about this i'm sure you would bring a lot of fresh perspective into it so the floor is yours now sarosh yeah um data has become like this buzzword right like everywhere you go you're right yeah. uh, it, they, they, everyone's asking about data what does the data say uh, how do we get the data i think it's uh, a lot of it is abused as well so i think definitely yeah. helps to know should we even focus on data so here's the thing right especially for someone who's working thinking about products um you you want to make as many informed decisions as possible see at the end of the day as a product manager or any product person is a human after all and you are obviously thinking based on your experience based on your past and what things have worked what things have not worked and you're trying to take some decisions there is no guarantee these these things will work so what you want to do is you want to supplement your decision making process with data as much as possible so that you're improving your chances of being right there is this um, i really like this book that i actually got to study during my mba it was called uh, thinking fast and slow um i think the guy was the guy who wrote it was was called daniel kahneman um so he spoke he brings this theory of this type 1 thinking and type 2 thinking Uh, I'm forgetting which one is which, uh, but I think the type one was the the uh, I think the type one was the slow thinking and type two was the fast thinking. I could be wrong, but basically the one of the brains is the slow thinking one, which uh, takes time to process uh, what is happening. The it, it looks at all the inputs, the data, and then makes decisions. And type two is uh, quick and intuitive and banks on experience. So a, a good product manager should have a good balance of both type one and type two. um the the fact of the matter is in the real world you have to take a lot of decisions based on your gut thinking and your instincts but you have to be very aware of when you are using your type 2 and you know when are you making those gut calls and always use data to keep supplementing it as much as possible so that you're learning constantly and becoming a better product person so that is like that sets the stage for why do we need data and that and that makes the entry for you know this big buzzword that everybody wants so that's why uh we need we need data but but here's the other interesting thing right and i uh, and i just want to like maybe spend another two minutes talking about this um a lot of uh, a lot of people think data is this magic thing right so we feel like yep. okay if i have the data of the entire product 
i know all my answers that's that's not true um what is very important is you need to ask the right questions and then look for the data it's not like you just open up one power bi dashboard or one mix panel report and suddenly you know what to do next it, it never happens like that uh, it's never that jazzy so uh, it is actually um, uh, that's a good example right so so if you for example uh, if you look at um, the average age of all your customers right because think of the scenario where you're trying to uh, figure out who my customer is and you figure out that okay let me look at the data for it and some engineer pulled out a report for you and you know gave out a number which says the average age of all the of all the users it comes out to be 25 and then you start building a product for 25 year olds whereas what really has happened is probably you have like two sets of users who are very old and very young and they are the ones who are using so essentially Uh, you need to know what you're looking for you need to ask the right questions uh, a simple data point is just in isolation is not going to really help you much so ask the right questions have the right hypotheses uh, a hypothesis is all about having a point of view it needs to be it's a point of view which can be tested in an experiment which can be verified and it can be found to be either true or false uh, it this actually goes back to how do you approach scientific thinking um mm-hmm. all scientists talk about this right have a hypothesis driven approach towards testing things out um it has its base in statistics and science so the more uh, strict you are with your hypotheses the better chances you are of succeeding with uh, the data that you are uh, looking at i think a lot of people do that mistake they uh, they attach their self value to the idea which they had instead of just treating it as a hypothesis and you know going and working around it they think that this yeah, is the next big idea and spend a lot of time around it and not take data help or help from data around this right yeah classic case right and actually i'm glad you brought this up so there are there are a bunch of different uh, biases that people can inherit and the, the beautiful thing about this thing called bias is that everybody knows like it's it's common knowledge what are different kind of biases you can have there is cognitive bias there is uh, all the logical fallacies that you commit so there's there's actually so much research done on all these biases uh but the problem is that even after knowing all these biases nobody can be 100% free uh, from these biases True. you will it will inherently creep into your decision making and without knowing i am i have done with these mistakes there have been times when i have projected an idea and i have gotten slightly attached to it and i don't see the wrong in it that other people are pointing out i just feel like they're not seeing it the way i'm seeing it so it's very possible that these biases come in uh, you can't eliminate mm. them but what you can do is resort to data right and then data will never lie as long as you're asking the right questions and uh, always you know keep faith in data they they there's a saying i think i think robin sharma had a saying around around that on 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 uh, he said what you can only improve what you can measure something like that so yeah sure. so keep faith in data and then you will have the right answers i think when you were saying around this i was thinking of in data we trust because a lot of uh, ai and machine learning startups they had this yeah. as a slogan in data we trust <laughs> exactly yeah. i mean that's the core of the whole product right if you the kind of data you feed is is going to shape the the whole product later on so yeah sarosh one question which i have is uh, when people are starting small you know the small startups and all sometimes i see they are talking about hey we are a data driven decision startup or something like that because it sounds very cool these days but they don't have like in in working at outlook or at microsoft scale we have a lot of data to make decisions but what is the right amount of data is do you have a metric around that do you have a data around what's the right amount of data or is this 
a too meta question to ask <laughs> no i i think it's a very good question to ask everybody needs to ask that question and i think the answer to that is you will never have enough data right uh, it's it's an infinitely bound kind of a uh, kind of a problem uh, you can always have more data you can always have more data points that will help you in uh, uh, making better decision making i was recently reading this um, this this uh, product management blog that i really like and follow it's called the black box of product management by brandon chu and he he talks about this uh, in great detail about um, so he believes that uh, 80% of the data you get with like 20% of the effort the whole pareto principle uh, and beyond that you have to actually put in a lot of effort to uncover new data and all of that so how you should uh, prioritize this is essentially that you need to understand what are the decisions that you're making with this data and use mm-hmm. that as a driving factor to decide how much time am i willing to invest in uncovering the data to help me make this decision if the decision is not very important in the grand scheme of things it's okay to not have that level of data um, but if it is a very important decision which can have huge ramifications you want to actually be careful and spend more time in digging out that data um, so i think that was a key takeaway from his article he obviously brought in a few more perspectives but uh, the key takeaway was that, that you will never have complete data and i think there is no uh you can't like set aside okay i will keep two weeks i will look for all the data on this and then i will make a decision it's that never happens mm. uh you just have to make do with what data you have you have to be smart about the data you're picking be smart of the about the questions you're asking and it's all a uh, there's limited resources you just have to find the right balance one problem which i saw is suppose uh, i was working in a startup which was very small at one point of time and we had say only 200 or 500 customers Mm. say going with data when you have s- such limited amount of customers uh i think that is like shooting yourself in the foot your yeah. thoughts around it so are you referring to the fact that you have a so- small sample size and therefore you're trying to make inferences towards a larger yep. customer is that what you're getting at yeah I that's didn't a- ha- i didn't have these right words but yes <laughs> no so this i think the base of statistics right uh, you- so uh, in statistics you always try to come up with some random samples uh, mm. to predict the behavior of the whole population uh, some great examples are exit polls that we do right so uh, mm. you you try to predict the entire voting pattern of the population by picking out the right random samples and asking them who they voted for and in most cases when it if when it is done scientifically with the right sample size you get the right answer so there are statistical methods available to define like say if you have a population of 1 million and this is your your population can be described by so and so normal distribution curve this is the size of the random sample that you need to get uh, an answer with so and so confidence interval so there are specific statistical methods available that you can actually follow which gives you a number so as long as you're operating in that in that space you're good but if your sample size is too small or if your sample size is is not random right you are you have a very homogenized set of sample uh, uh, set of people in the sample or if you are assigning the wrong confidence level to the questions you're asking and the inferences you're making then extrapolating all of that to the whole population um, you will always make mistakes wow that was insightful sarosh where can we learn about these things more like you mentioned one book which the daniel kahneman book is like amazing book i was also reading this few days back but do you have more references around this yeah so for things i mentioned so definitely uh, daniel kahneman's book is all about 
um, how do you do decision making that's one of my favorite books like i said uh, it just whether you're a product manager or uh, an engineer or in fact doesn't even matter if you're in the tech industry or not just for decision making yep. uh, you could even like make decisions in your life based upon this book so that is that is a great resource i spoke about the uh, black box of product management that's a great resource i, I think brandon chu is a great uh, writer about products uh he brings about this idea of how do you prioritize time between uh, different data questions and the rest of the things about statistical methods this is actually uh, it's a field of statistics i think if you if you take up uh, statistics 101 or a 21 201 course i think in the 101 course you get introduced to concepts like mean median uh, all the statistical terms i don't think they cover distributions maybe they do it in the end mm-hmm. in statistics 201 you start talking about how do you do things like linear regression uh, sampling uh, different statistical model modeling techniques when you study this i think you get a fair grasp of uh, of how do you uh, interpret data so yeah i think uh, i have personally studied textbooks on this but i'm sure there's a lot of like free content on the internet as well uh, i know i've heard that khan academy has great courses on statistics um, i don't know if there is more but i think this is very like freely available information you should be able to find great so good good to find that out Uh, so sarosh in our next session we'll talk about how to get this data from the product and how to build mm-hmm. that into our system and we are going to stop this session now do you have closing thoughts okay. around why we need data yep so i think like you said i'll just just quote you in uh, in data we trust and therefore that's why we need data because everybody else is just yeah. an opinion it's just data that matters wow awesome thank you sarosh i can't believe i came that came up with that on the fly <laughs>